Hi, I'm Susie, and I have pink hair. And I'm Alexis, and I'm wearing Crocs. Crocs in a hat covered in pins. And you're listening to Jawbreakers, the universe's best podcast. The universe's best podcast. Every episode, we look at celebrities and musicians to find fun little tidbits and conspiracies you won't see in magazines. We follow snack food mascots like Mr. Peanut and the Keebler Elves to make sure they're staying in their lane. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. Jawbreakers. <laughs> no, it's fine. Hello, friends and family of the podcast. This week, we are talking about the legendary movie starring Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. It is called The Heat. Maybe you've seen it. Hopefully you haven't. Um, If you want to follow along with us on our journey throughout the week, uh, we have an Instagram. It's at NermaNermer. We have a link tree in the show notes for all the links there. And you could have heard this episode a little bit early if you were a patron. So our patron, all of our patrons get early access to episodes. We also have tiers that include little fun gifts in the mail at the highest tier, including, um, you know, uh, postcards and also some like behind the scenes content that no one else gets. The second tier has the early episodes in addition to a weekly wallpaper download and um, bonus episodes begin at that tier as well. And then the lowest tier is just a couple bucks to help support us where you can, and it is for early access only. So we do have stuff for everybody on there, and it would be very much appreciated if you could go check it out. That is, uh, that's all what it is. I'm going to be on an Instagram Live this Thursday, if you're listening to it the day that it comes out, with... Paris Loves Books. You can find that on our Instagram as well. And yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. So enjoy the episode and have a great weekend. Okay, bye. Okay, we have a lot to talk about. We do? Yes. Okay. First of all, you got this beer that's called Buffy. From Helltown, which is fucking genius. Right. Is Helltown Pittsburgh? Because it should be. It's a. <laughs> I'm Export, pretty sure it's a Pittsburgh it's brewing. PA. Okay. Helltown Brewing. Export PA. This is going to pair well with our candy for the day. Do you oh, think Buffy would drink this? <laughs> Did you just change your mind mid slurp? No, I just got it everywhere. Huh. Do you think Buffy would like this? Yeah. Do you think Angel would like it? Yeah. I love Angel. <laughs> Are there more... Oh, you want to talk Buffy? Let's talk Buffy. Do people... Like, are do Buffy fans make fun of people who like Angel more than Buffy? It just doesn't exist. What? It's the same universe. I know that you know of an Angel fan. Yeah. That isn't me. Like, I know, no, I know 100% someone who likes Angel more than Buffy. No, I don't think it's, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's frowned upon in the Buffyverse. I will say I'm pretty late to the Buffy party, like 20 years. Right. I'm trying to think of, like, 
it, the thing is, it's a successful spinoff that very much, like, it exists co- side by side, was on at the same time for part of it. Right. Yeah, I don't think people hate... I don't think people who are fans of Cheers think that people who like Frasier better are stupid. But also that was afterwards. Right. I've never seen a spinoff like Angel and Buffy where, where they coexist the yeah. and the characters move between shows and stuff. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Well, I mean, I feel like most spinoffs are partly because... The one show ends. The show ends. There are actors that want to move on. Mm-hmm. This is like, I think everybody from Buffy's high school is still involved in one of the two shows. I got one. Grownish and Blackish are on at the same time. Yeah, and they but isn't one of them? Uh, like no, flashback mixed-ish is the flashback. Grownish is their daughter. I can't remember her name. The older daughter. Yeah, it's her in college, and I'm pretty okay. Sure that's similar. But mixed dish is just the 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 flashback. Because Angel came after they all graduated high school, mm-hmm. and Angel goes to L.A. and one of the other girls goes to L.A. and they are in Sunnydale, California, for Buffy, uh-huh. and so they can pretty easily visit L.A. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So when Seth Green has a show in L.A., he's in an episode <laughs> of Angel and he's out of an episode of Buffy gotcha. for the season, even right. though he's primarily on Buffy. Okay. And there are, like, funny jokes between them. Like, there's this uh, Cordelia... Well, no, she thinks this one girl's a lesbian, but it turns out she's a vampire. She's talking on the phone with Willow, Mm -hmm. who's having the lesbian plot in Buffy (laughs) and dating a girl. Right. But, like, that hasn't come up in Angel at all. And, like, you don't even hear Willow's side of the conversation, but you just hear Cordelia go, Oh, really? Oh, my gosh, that's great! And, (laughs) like, she, like, backpedals on talking shit about this lesbian girl. Harmony's a vampire? Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. All this time, I thought you was a great big lesbo. Oh, yeah? Really? Well, that's great. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks for the affirmation. Like, there's stuff like that that you, like, kind of have funny. to know both. Huh. Or, like, Buffy goes and visits Angel. When she gets back, she's acting weird. But you have to have seen the episode of Angel right. to understand what happened. Oh, I thought of another one. The Cleveland Show? That's so true. And Family Guy. They do run at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, have you seen the Cleveland Show enough to know if, like, Peter and Lois are in it ever? I have not seen it enough to know that, no. <laughs> okay, you don't know if Stevie um, swings through? No, I can't say for sure. I've... I feel I've, like um, Quagmire's probably in it. Yeah, I feel like they're they're in the same universe. Like, yeah, right, like, they live on the same street right. or whatever. I bet, and I bet, like, someone who watches both of them, like, there's, like... Unlike you, I don't see gender, age, or race. I would expect a middle-aged black woman to understand that. But mm. I think Angel and Buffy's probably a bit more. The difference is that it's not a cartoon. That's true, because where the actors are literally... The actor, right, the actors are showing up on two sets that are probably right next to each other, in all fairness. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, actors showing up on two sets rather than three people voicing 50 characters. (laughs) Right. They don't even know which show show they're voicing at the time. They're just talking. Yeah. The guy who does Cleveland's voice didn't even realize it was a spinoff show. He just thought he was... (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Next point of business. Mm Mm-hmm. We got 
This tube. That tube. Now, let me describe this tube to you. It's a Flavor Ice brand product, which I believe is like an Otter Pop equivalent. Mm-hmm. I think technically the Otter Pops I have are Flavor Ice. Right. Basically just the plastic freeze tubes full of like colored sugar shit. Right. Okay, but this is ready to eat. No need to be frozen because instead of Flavor Ice, it's marshmallow squeeze candy. Mm-hmm. William made an educated judgment by what flavors were left in the box. Mm-hmm. Which was like 10 orange. And one grape. And one grape. We're guessing, I'm guessing, that there were also flavors other than orange and grape. The purple and orange ones of actual Otter Pops are my least favorite. They're the They're last ones to eat out of the fridge. Yeah. So I feel like the red like ones, the you same... eat the blue ones. Oh, both delicious. You, then you go to the green. I'll, I'll take a green, I'll take a pink. Yeah, if there's a pink, definitely. Pink's not my go-to, but I'll eat a pink no. before I eat a purple or an orange. Agreed. So I think that this variety pack was down to ten oranges and one purple. <laughs> so we took the purple. And now we're going to try it live on the show. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you want to just give it a feel before I open it? Oh, I hadn't felt it. Why mm. is it hot? Was it inside the radiator? I was also wondering why it was hot, and no. It wasn't. I don't know why it's like not. I, it's a bad temperature. It's not room temperature the way I thought it was. Hmm. I just. It I also feels feel like, like a marshmallow. Feels like a marshmallow, and I feel like there's substantial air in there. Agreed. Hmm. It has like a toothpaste top. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if there's a uh... instruction. Yeah. An instruction of do not eat. Yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like this isn't going to be a good squeeze candy. Right. It doesn't feel like a good squeeze candy. Right. I mean, it's not squeezy. It's marshmallow. I mean, well, we'll see. Okay. Let's let's crack it. Crack the top. Okay, I'll I'll do it for you. Oh, silent. A tiny little air bush came out. Ew. Oh, smells like plastic. Mm. Smell it. Please smell it. Oh, there. Okay, you're right. A lot of air. It's like a, a bag of, of lays. Similar air. This smells like medicine. It smells. It smells like great medicine. Bad. It really does. It smells like children's Motrin. Medicine. Like I shouldn't be mixing this with the beer. <laughs> yeah, you could die. <laughs> oh. No, just squeeze them out. It almost smells too like uh, the stuff they put in your mouth when they do a cleaning. Mm. Yeah. Like that, like the numbing flavored stuff that they give you as a. <clears throat> Sorry. Wow, this is impossible to squeeze. We need one of those um, toothpaste rollers. Because <clears throat> the top quarter. The top... The, all the air is at the end with the opening. Oh my god. I don't think we're going to. I think we're going to have to cut this open. I want to do like. But we're meant to squeeze it. <laughs> this is so hard. It's marshmallow. Like, marshmallow, like, s'mores marshmallow, not, like... Right. I understand there's, like, what is it called? Um, like a peep? Mallow whip? What is it called? The, um... Oh, I know what you... Um, like the fluff? Yeah, marshmallow fluff. Yeah. It's not that. And it smells like grape. I'm not seeing any movement over there. Dude! <laughs> there's, also, like, a gate or something. Are you meant to, like, fully obliterate the product in the package? Because there's no other way to move it. I can't imagine being a child and trying to do this. Like, my hands hurt. Maybe kids know to just rip it open. 
But I mean, I do somewhere. think we should try to get it through the top first. Yeah, at least a little bit. And if Vienna, it's really good, we'll, stop. Cut, we'll cut it open. You said if it's really good? Yeah. Yeah, that's we can't rule that out as a possibility. <laughs> this could be liquid gold. We run right down to that bodega and buy the ten all, oranges. All the oranges? Oh, look at how close I am. I got Ew, it. Uh, it is, I got it to the top, but it it's is turtle like... heading. <laughs> what do you call that? Hedgehogging? Oh, man. This is tough. You're going to work out. I really am. Wow, I haven't had to work this hard for candy since... Never. Ew, it is just peeking <laughs> out. It's crowning. <laughs> It's a fully constipated tube. Oh my god, this is absolutely... It's much darker purple than this, I expected. This better be the best candy I've ever had in my life. I think that's likely. <laughs> Just put a little bit of that on a toothbrush. Alright, you want this, please? <laughs> yeah, I'll take the first nib. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that is sticky. <laughs> It is not marshmallowy. It's just gunk. This straight up looks like caulk. <laughs> it does look like caulk. I feel like if you put it in a caulk gun, you might actually be able to get some out. <laughs> this can't be okay to eat. This like literally doesn't look edible. Like I don't want to chew it. It's like <laughs> gummy bear texture. I really don't want this in my mouth. This <laughs> is the worst. Imagine woofing this down on the playground. It's like, like what's this? Like it a is horrible. Yeah, have you ever like you know how juicy fruit sucks? Uh huh. And you chew it for way too long. It's like that, but it's like someone already chewed it. Yeah, you chewed it for way too long, but you're already at the bad part. That is disgusting. And like you can't do anything about the juicy fruit because you're you're not supposed to be chewing gum and gloss. Yeah, you just gotta so you live just, with your decisions. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. I still don't understand why it's not easier to eat. Like, we didn't expect it to taste great. Okay, we knew that going in, obviously. Can you... Tr you want me to give it a squeeze? I got like... But just see how hard it is to move it. I mean, it's sticky. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you just put that in your mouth. Imagine trying to get that out of a tube. Dude, this is like insulation. Yeah. It won't even move when I roll it. Like, I'm just rolling yeah, it Yeah, I tried rolling it a couple times. Well, it tastes so gummy. It's so gross. Okay, if if you lived in a house that a lot of trick-or-treaters would go to, and there were these kids that you hated. <laughs> yes, like They I were would. just brats. I would. <laughs> that is disgusting. How did... Oh, Built God. different. All that right now. I'll uh, give you two dollars. Will you really? Yeah. For two dollars? Yeah. Eat this turd. <laughs> yeah, eat that turd for two dollars. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. You ever had two dollars before? <laughs> better than that. <laughs> I don't think it's worth two dollars, man. <laughs> Do you know how much this tube was? Like one dollar? <laughs> so you you got a dollar extra. <laughs> you look really happy. <laughs> I really don't want it in my mouth. 
uh, I can't. Ew, it looked like you just spit out a piece of poop. I really can't. And the purple's too similar to brown. Yeah, and like... <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna need to shower. <laughs> I feel so dirty. Hmm. I'm glad you spread that out. That was not worth $2. It really wasn't. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I don't think I would even do it for 20 <laughs> You almost just did it for 2 I know, but I couldn't get it past that point in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god. That is god. the worst thing I've ever eaten. Okay, you know what? I'll just see how long I can sit with this stick. Great. Okay, um, next on our agenda. Okay. Ski update? Ski update. Uh, so, should we talk about the rumor that we're not sure if it's real? Oh, please. Yes. So there's a rumor. Also, preface, if this rumor is just a rumor, don't fucking tell us. Please don't. Yeah. I don't want to hear your response to this unless, like, that's hilarious. Inle- yeah. You can say that's hilarious or that's dead true. We don't want to hear the truth. Yeah. 100%. Not interested. Not interested. Not going to look it up. Not going to look for the source that I found this on. For all we know, you dreamed it. For all we know, I dreamed it. Uh, but Pete, Skeet, sorry, Skeet Davidson threw an after party for, uh, the Batman premiere starring Robert Pattinson. Which, so far, sounds plausible. Sounds A little plausible. weird. Possible, though. But possible. Apparently, at this party that Pete Davidson is hosting, Robert Pattinson just kept playing Kanye West songs on the DJ. Allegedly. Allegedly. And that's also funny because he would be... The man of the hour. The man of the hour. His biggest movie to date. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest movies of the year, probably. Yeah, he's the Batman. The and Batman. how does he spend premiere night? Allegedly. Trolling P. Davidson. It's genius. It's really good. Um, Batman review. Love Rob. Love Zoe Kravitz. The first half of the movie was great. That's my review. Cool. Mm, yeah, I pretty much agree. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I'm still processing it. I think so, too. Also, I don't really want to talk about it because people are actually going to see it. It's way too soon. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. I liked it. Like, my initial response is I liked it. See, I, Some parts I enjoyed, were harder to watch. I enjoyed leaving the house. <laughs> you liked the event of going to watch it? If we had Absolutely. Watched... We went at midnight. That's true. We did. We went for a midnight premiere. Yeah, that was great. I love that. Yeah. And it had, you know, one of my... Favorite actors. Uh, we saw the trailers. Oh my god, the trailers look so good. There's so many good movies coming out. There's a new Jordan Peele movie that I didn't know about, for yeah. example, for starters. There's a new uh, Ryan Reynolds movie, Stoked. There's a... Uh, new Sonic the Hedgehog. There's a new Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, one of the worst trailers. <laughs> I feel like there was more. Nick Cage. I'm really interested in the Nick Cage movie. I feel like there's a Sandra Bullock movie coming out, no? Yeah, I think that's the one with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, no, that you're thinking of The Proposal. Oh, <laughs> okay. There was a Sandra Bullock movie. Oh, um, the Boz Lerman oh, yeah. Elvis movie? Yeah. With motherfucking Tom Hanks in it. I feel like in history, because he plays Elvis's manager, right? Wait, I'm sorry. I just made a connection. Go ahead. When this trailer came on, you were like, 
oh my god, I'm so stoked. I've been stoked about this movie for years. Yes. I love Boz Lerman. I can't wait for him to do a movie about Elvis. Mm-hmm. When months, just a few months ago, you thought Elvis Presley <laughs> was a stand-up comedian. Did you think... No, I did Do you I think didn't. that this is Elvis <laughs> Costello? Roll the tape from October of 2021. Here's me thinking Elvis is a comedian. How do you think Bruno Mars would deal in Times Square? Like as an Elmo? <laughs> yeah, or an Elvis. Not good as an Elvis. You I don't made think that he clear. would do well as an Elvis. He's not that funny. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I knew he did music too. <laughs> did you think he was like a... But when you say Elvis impersonator, I go to stand up. <laughs> you think he's doing Elvis impressions? Yeah, I think he's going up there and be like, hey, I'm Elvis. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I've been working on my Batman. Okay. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm Batman good it's still wrong um wait <clears throat> that was a little it was a little chirpy yeah um <clears throat> oh another note from the riddler nope that sounded like the riddler that sounded like the riddler <laughs> okay i got them mixed up give me another shot okay wait one second <clears throat> i am vengeance <laughs> closer yeah gotham needs me you're you're not gonna like this. Please tell me. Do you want me to get honest feedback? I need honest feedback. I'm still working it's on it. It's like you're close. I think it's a good uh, Robert Pattinson Bat- Batman. Mm-hmm. However, it's like fifty percent Robert Pattinson Batman. What's the other half? Please tell me. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> I am vengeance. Wait wait wait! I got this. Mesa, no like Gotham. <laughs> Nailed it. Just dead on. Wait, this is my impression of um this is my impression of Robert Pattinson's Batman. Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. Spoiler. <laughs> um what are we talking about? Elvis. Elvis. Elvis movie coming out. Tom Hanks is going to ruin it. Oh, but anyhow, I think uh, Elvis Presley's manager is, like, known as a bad dude. So, like, maybe that'll be good. Maybe I'll be into that. I might be making that up, but it feels right. Also, like, I mean... He, I feel like he did a bad job. Like, he, I mean, yeah, he died young. If your manager... if Yeah, I think managers of musicians who die young definitely take some blame. Yeah. Can you explain the Nick Cage movie, please? Okay. So, in this movie, Nick Cage is playing Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like, you know, he's been an actor his whole life, and he's kind of bored of the game, right? And then he goes to a party, meets a dude, a really rich dude. That's all we know, I think. He just goes to, like, a yeah, really rich Yeah, he, he ends up teaming up with this really rich dude. Yeah, and then it like turns out... best friends. And then... There's a whole FBI sting in, involved with this right. rich dude. And they need Nick Cage. 
actual Nick Cage to go all Nick Cage on the guy. Yeah. Which is genius. It's really good. It's like an FBI mystery movie, as he's been in as before. He's multiple times. But it's almost like in the writer's room, they were like, and then we'll have Nick Cage show up. And then they were like, who's he going to play? And they were like, himself. And there's like lots of little like one-liners where he's like, man, I'm pretty good at this. I should do this in real life. Yeah. Type of thing. Um, Or like, I should do this. The Sandra Bullock movie is Channing Tatum. Right, right, right. Okay, so she's like, uh, like a fiction author. But it's real. Right, and so she like writes this like crazy story and... Channing Tatum like plays the character in her thing, but then it yeah, turns like out it's actual real, real life. Yeah, it's called The Lost City, and Daniel Radcliffe's in it, mm-hmm. and so is Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, A list or no? I think if you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have said yes. So no question asked. We've got uh, we've got Blind sli- Blind Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Bird Box. Never watched it, but heard it was good. Heard it was great. Uh, I think she's been... And I mean, even a movie like The Proposal was big news. Mm -hmm. I get that it's a rom-com, but it's also, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was on track with her career. Yeah. She, yeah, when you think of her, you, like, you know exactly who she is. Like, Is it Chill of Vienna Eats Flavor Ice? Huh? Is it Chill of Vienna Eats Flavor Ice? (laughs) Yeah, she's just licking it off your hand, that's fine. That's great, because this is the 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 most useful she's ever been to me. Uh, She was in Miss Congeniality. Great. Uh, she was in Gravity. Can you get this one, please? I loved Gravity. Everyone uh, hates Gravity. I like that Can movie you remind me what that is? Her and some other guy... Channing Tatum. <laughs> ...go out into space. It came out around the same time as Interstellar, and Interstellar was way bigger. I was gonna say that. But I really liked Gravity. I thought it was a cool movie. I might have it on DVD here. There was a lot of space movies around that time. Um, Passengers? Arrival? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I guess, and then we were like, aliens, fuck them. We got problems here right on Earth. <laughs> Which also, I will say, um, final note from me on Batman. Uh, it takes place in such a weird time. You know, they're filming it all through the pandemic. And yeah. it's currently 2022. And it's Batman. And Gotham's always been a mess. But now it's 2022 in Gotham. So whatever you imagine that to be, they did that. Right, because they started filming it, like, right when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I'd say if you liked uh, the Nolan films, you'll probably like it. If you like Robert Pattinson, you'll like it, because he's in it. You're welcome. Twihards unite. Go see <laughs> the Batman. I think they would. I think I think Twilight fans would legitimately like this movie. Yeah. I agree. It's the most Edward Cullen of any Batman. 100%. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. 100%. And that's not even to say he's a one-note actor. I'm just saying. No, yeah. If you like Edward Cullen, you're going to like the Batman. Yeah. Which also you shouldn't like Edward Cullen. That's a red flag. But that's for a different podcast. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Um... Vienna, you're a real lifesaver. Thank you so much. Oh, she was in Practical Magic? Never seen it. Yeah, I don't know about that. Most importantly, though... 28 Days. What is that, zombies? I think so. Wasn't she in Ocean's 8? Probably. Wait, quiz time. 
Can you name all four of the uh, girls Ghostbusters? Actors? Uh, Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon. Oh, fuck, I can't think yeah. of her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leslie Jones. Mm-hmm. Because I thought of this earlier, and I can't think of the fourth one. Huh. There is a fourth one. I know. Did you look it up already? No. <laughs> I can't even picture the fourth one. Me either. I know Leslie Jones worked for the MTA. Kate McKinnon was like a crazy scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa McCarthy, I think, like was a professor. Yeah. But like an unhinged professor. Fuck. And I literally cannot think of what the fourth one would possibly be doing. Can I look it up? Or do you want to see if you can think about it? Well, let's think about it. And then at the end, we can look it up. Great. So, um, just uh, off the top of the dome, Mm -hmm. which Melissa McCarthy movies have you seen? Bridesmaids? I forgot she was on that. You've never seen it, right? No. See, I love Bridesmaids. I think it's a hilarious movie. Oh, and on DVD. It's a... It's well known as a good movie. Yeah. The thing is, if I may be so bold, mm-hmm. and you can call me out if this is just some internalized misogyny. Okay. But I feel like Melissa McCarthy's whole shtick is that she can do dude humor. That's who she was in Bridesmaids. Like, too. Oh, look, a girl saying all of the lowbrow jokes that a man could say for all these years. Mm -hmm. It doesn't impress me. I do see it as slightly groundbreaking because usually, like, women comics still have to have it all. They still have to be, like, you know, whatever. Like, even Kate McKinnon, it's like, she's got to be a model half the time. Right. You know, like, okay, great. But, like... Melissa McCarthy's just doing, like, dude, just dick jokes, swearing. Right. But what I'm afraid of is that people think she's funny simply because they've never seen a woman behave that way. Right. And that's off-putting to me. Hmm. I'm nervous that... Nervous isn't the right word because I'm not that invested. (laughs) But pretend for a moment I am Mm -hmm. invested in her career. I'm nervous that there's just nothing else there. I think that yeah, it might just be like I think swearing. that's her. I think that's her sh- her shtick. I think that's just what she does. Right. Do you like like other female comics who do like? Yeah, it's not like oh, jokes? it's too dirty or anything like that. Like I understand. That's why I'm like okay, sure, I'll give you credit enough for being original because some people would be off put enough by that. Right. They'd like, like their just sexism like in a movie, show. Yeah. yeah. Just by being like, oh, a woman shouldn't be swearing like that. But, like, I'm trying to think if there's, like, another person. I can only think of, like, comics. I know that there's, Well, like, like, Tiffany Haddish is pretty... Like, she swears a lot in a lot of her roles, and, like, they're funny. What about, like, a Sarah Silverman? I mean, Sarah Silverman's hilarious. But then I'm like, okay, is that just because they're, like, skinny? You know, like, I don't know if that's... That's why I'm like, I don't know how much of this is just, like... Oh, she pushed the envelope too far. She should, right. say, you know, like I don't know how much of that's just me being shitty. What movies have you seen with uh, 
Melissa McCarthy. Ghostbusters. I saw the boss oh, yeah. in theaters. Oh, right. Because I went to see Jungle Book and it was sold out. <laughs> so I saw the, <laughs> saw the boss instead because it was like already girls night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, It wasn't. I didn't like it. I mean, I don't I don't think I like her humor that much. I really like smart humor. I don't like physical comedy that much. Coming from men, either. Like, it's not... Really? Like, someone falling down a flight of stairs does not make me laugh. Well, see, I like... I, I agree. Like, I don't... That's not funny. But I do like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, glad. <laughs> I do enjoy a lot when actors, like, have a really good sense of physical comedy. Like, I think Tracy Ellis Ross... More so in Girlfriends, she was really, just, like, her expressions and the way she would, like, talk and, like, move around and do things. Yeah. Was really good and, like, made a big difference to her character, I think. I also like, um, I like the process of detecting things in movies. Like, Mm -hmm. I generally, with the exception of, like, when I'm feeling real vapid and want to watch a rom-com, with with that exception in mind. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to, like, figure out a movie. Right. There's absolutely nothing to figure out about a Melissa McCarthy movie. I forgot she played Sean Spicer. That was fucking hilarious. I forgot about that. No, that was actually so good. That might be my favorite thing she's ever done. Are you gonna start with this right out of the gate, Glenn? Well, she was so funny when she was Sean Spicer. You know, Didn't she, like, ride through Manhattan on a Segway as Sean Spicer? You know, people, like, say how inappropriate and stuff SNL was for the between 2016 and 2020 fucking gold really good I like that they just got all of these people on board to be like y'all do y'all come to New York City every week yeah I'll be Sean Spicer I'll be Sean Fuck Spicer <laughs> there's so much turnover and staff too that they could just do that yeah. no I like that that's that's the thing I don't think I dislike her as a as a as comic a, yeah but the types of movies. So what we're getting at here is we watched The Heat. So the reason we watched The Heat is because you have a fucking fire stick. Mm-hmm. And the fire stick, every time you go to the main channel, it's like, <laughs> whoa, sh- have you seen the movie The Heat? It has six and a half stars. It's from 2013. And we were just like trying to watch other shit. <laughs> and every time we ended up in the home screen, it was like, whoa. Check out this movie with Sandra Bullock and <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, The Heat. You would love The Heat. And, and like, they kind of sold us after a while. Yeah. So they're like, all right, sure. Let's fucking watch The Why Heat. Why are you pushing The Heat so hard? I, I fucking hated that movie. That's, like, <laughs> one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Agreed. It, it was really bad. Like, the jokes weren't funny. They didn't land. Sandra Bullock was supposed to be, like, the straight man to Melissa McCarthy's, like, unhinged white trash character. But, like, it was hard to stomach because they were just cops abusing their power. Hurting people. Like, Like, very much. Like, shooting them, stabbing them. And that was all for the laugh. Right. And it wasn't funny. It literally wasn't funny. Do you think... If it were instead Ryan Reynolds and Paul Rudd? I tried to think about that. Because I read a lot of rev- reviews about it. A lot of the reviews are one star or ten star. 
very few I in between. I noticed that too. Yeah. Because there's people like, a, I would fully give it one star. Yeah. Not a good movie. I didn't laugh. Would not at, I didn't give laugh it at the movie's jokes once. No. And and part of it was because I couldn't recover fast enough from them hurting people. Right. For a lot. But there was a few that were like, this is a great twist on the buddy cop movie, which is usually two men. I actually, off the top of my head, can't think of a two female buddy cop movie. Yeah. So great. But maybe I hate cops. I have never been into like the buddy cop movies. So I, I don't think I would like it. I for... prefer like Buddy Road Trip. I prefer <laughs> James Franco, Seth Rogen. Right. To Buddy Cop. Right. Don't get it. I don't think that's a genre that needs to be like girl bossed. Yeah, I think we should let that genre die. Right. That genre. Yeah, I think it's a very like masculine genre. But what was funny about the one star reviews to me is that half of them were offended that women were being funny. Really? Half of the one stars were like, exactly what we were saying. Gross. Gross misuse of power. Weird violence. Mm -hmm. Joke's not funny. Like, yeah, I saw one that was like, Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock deserve better than this script. Mm Mm-hmm. Ones like that, where it's like, Sandra Bullock, who signed you onto this movie? What the fuck? But then there was plenty, there was plenty of one stars that were like, who thought that a girl could be a funny girl? obese woman and it was like what the fuck like there was a lot of people that were giving it one star just because they were fucking sexist right so then i'm like all right so then what's what's up with these 10 star people that are like this movie is so funny but it's like so you're you're it's weird to me that there's so many people that were like that could get past that a woman can be funny which is weird that you even have to say that in the year 2022 but they could get past that but then they also were still able to be like, haha, white trash family. I. Haha, she I, shot him in the dick. I can see, like, people who like, like, buddy cop comedies being like, yeah, finally, a woman on screen. Like, it's so good to see myself represented. And, if I was a cop, I would shoot him in the like, dick. <laughs> This is what I've been waiting for. I can I can see that response to it. Just really not the movie for me. I mean, I'm incredibly tired of the trope of the, like, poor white person and the upper class white person trying to get along. Yeah. Because that wasn't their main, like, foil of each other. I think it was more, like, professionalism. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sandra Bullock's this, like, laced, uptight FBI agent. Melissa McCarthy is this you know, kind of nut local like, PD. Uh, potty mouth. Potty mouth yeah. lives in the same complex that half the perps they're chasing live in. Like, I get that. But then this, the only thing that was driving it beyond the comedy was this storyline about how Melissa McCarthy locked up her brother for being involved with drugs and how her family hates her for that now. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like, you arrested your own brother, dude? Right. Yeah. yeah fucked up. <laughs> and then, like, she expected him to cooperate. Like, what? You, did you, what? And then Sandra Bullock's entire backstory was that she's never had a friend before. 
Which sucks because it's basically it's it's the closest thing well, to not having a backstory that a person can have. She was a foster kid. So yeah, she's she was never a had, foster like, child. Friends or family. She never had friends or family, and now the only thing she cares about is her career, and she's deeply unhappy. She was like engaged or something. Right. But her career got in the way. Right. So Paul Feig, I don't know if he, I think he wrote it, but. He was like a producer or something, at least. He wrote it. He, he did, did write it, yeah. I love Paul Feig. He did Freaks and Geeks, The Office, Bridesmaids. Uh, I think he did Wine Country. Just all kinds of shit. And then he just... He made the heat. And he made the heat. Okay, wait. He did you, Ghostbusters. You said if it was Paul Rudd and Ryan Reynolds? Mm-hmm. Full transparency, I think I would have thought it was funnier. Really? Yeah. And I think part of it is because I expect less from them. <laughs> wow. You know? Like, yeah. I, I don't expect... Like, okay, there's this really, really horrifying scene where they're in a diner for no reason. It has nothing to do with the plot. Really. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. This guy starts choking... He just needs the Heimlich, man. Like, you just gotta fucking throw the... He's just choking. The way they handle it is Sandra Bullock cuts his throat open. Right. Do you remember at the beginning of the movie when she was, like, watching Dr. Drew or something? And they were saying how to cut up someone's throat so they can breathe, like, if their airways are blocked? Okay, actually, no, because I wasn't watching. Hmm. I was playing on my iPad. Well, that happened at the beginning. Okay, that actually, that helps inform why they would do that. But that all—that was like a ten-second scene, right? Well, I mean, at least they set that up. Okay, I respect that a little more. But when I picture, I can see Ryan Reynolds, or I guess the straight man would be Paul Rudd. And straight man would be Paul Rudd, right? Yeah. So, Paul Rudd stabbing a stabbing someone in the throat—I can picture better because I expect less from him, which is not fair. That I would have right. higher expectations for Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Like, why don't they just get to be stupid? Right. Yeah. I personally would rather watch Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy in the heat once a week than have to watch a Ryan Reynolds movie again. Just once. I would watch the heat once a week. So I never have to see. Me personally. If it meant... Sorry, do you think you're gonna have to watch a Ryan Reynolds movie again? Like, what is do you is, is that the entire stakes that you don't have to like you don't have to watch a Ryan Reynolds movie? No, I'm just saying. But, I mean, if I were to picture it, I wouldn't watch that movie. Well, if if the stakes were that you never have to hear me talk about, you know, like, or no. you don't have to see him on the cover of a magazine again, I would get that. But you literally don't have to watch a Ryan Reynolds movie ever again in your life. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I, if it were Ryan Reynolds... The same movie exists, The right. Heat, with Ryan Reynolds and Paul Rudd. I wouldn't watch it. I just know I want to enjoy it. Of course not, Paul Rudd's in it. <laughs> I don't think I would watch it still. I mean, no. I th- still think it's fucking stupid. Right. And, I mean, the thing about, like, subverting... 
like Melissa McCarthy has this really I actually thought this was kind of funny this really long bit where she's looking for the for the uh, police captain's balls yeah and she's like there are these tiny little things and she's looking around and I thought that was pretty funny there's been so many years of sexism against women that I'm like fuck yeah Melissa McCarthy yeah, just fucking this. threaten everyone's dick I think that the two of them could do a funny movie together. It is just the unnecessary, like, cops killing people and being really bad cops. Right. And, like, being, and, I, and also being praised for it at the end. Absolutely. And Melissa McCarthy's like, yeah, my brother's involved in this. And so she has this, like, extreme bias mm-hmm. where she doesn't want her brother involved. And wants to. once her brother gets hurt, she's like, I'm going to find the guy who did it. She's beating up random people on the street and shit. And it's like, that's not cute to me. Right. To watch somebody who's like, who is so okay with violence through most of the movie, then being like randomly drawing the line when it's someone they're related to. Like, honestly, I'd rather see her be violent towards everybody if she's going to be violent. Like, rather than be like, I totally have double standards where I'll protect people who I'm blood related to and fucking shoot people I'm not. Like, that's gross. Hmm. I kind of see what you're saying. But I don't think that's ever existed in any movie ever. Where someone's like... Right, no, that's true. Oh no, my brother got hurt. And I'm gonna treat him I'm like gonna a civilian. I'm gonna play nice. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's isn't that part of Batman's whole thing? <laughs> revenge. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm, not revenge. Vengeance. I am vengeance. <laughs> Wait. <clears throat> I am Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Wait, that was Sounded really bad. Sounded just like Melissa McCarthy. Wait, I got this. <clears throat> I'm the Batman. I am vengeance. Have you ever seen... No, you haven't seen Bob's Burgers, huh? <laughs> no. Was that Bob? <laughs> no, it was the kid Louise. Revenge. I. I'm gonna have to cut your throat open. <laughs> You're gonna choke on something. Zoe Kravitz. Come here. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> I think you're losing it. You're going further away. You were closer when closer you were. to the Riddler. You were closer when you were part Jar Jar. Okay. Um. Wait. One, one more. One more. <clears throat> Joker. I don't even know her. <laughs> that was gross. That was just full on Jar Jar. <laughs> it was a fine line. Yeah, it was a fine line. Yeah, I'm sure Robert Pattinson had the same problem. He was like, ooh, like he would oh, do a take and then he's like, that was a little too Jar Jar. My bad. I'll, I'll scale back the Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Yeah, so the heat's the worst movie I've ever seen. In my- I think I'm pretty sure Sandra Bullock's good. Otherwise, right? Oh, Bullocks! <laughs> Is that your Johnny Rotten impression? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, clearly, this movie has an audience. Yeah, and it's not us. <laughs> Like, not saying I'd ever be friends with someone who loved this movie. Right. Or respect them as a person. 
You walk into someone's house. Here, whatever you're about to say, when someone has a passion, I love it. If someone has a wall full of Melissa McCarthy movies, all the worst ones, I'm going to be, wow, okay, you love something, good for you. You come over to someone's house, and they're like, hey, I've been dying to watch this movie. I made some popcorn. Like, great. What movie? What movie? And then they're like, I don't want to give it away in case you've seen it. Like, we just got to watch it. Then you sit on their couch. And then the heat starts. Or their IMDb TV ad loads. That's where you can watch this movie, by the way. IMDb TV. For free. For free. Limited ads provided by Skitty Pop. Uh Uh-huh. So, I see that loading screen. Limited ads provided by Skinny Pop. I watch a quick Skinny Pop ad. And then we get the, uh, you know, the title screen. Bullock is all over the screen. Do you say, is this the heat? (laughs) Knowing the answer. And they're like, yeah, I've been dying to see it. It's finally on IMDb TV for free. What do you say? I honestly don't know if I could sit through that movie again. <laughs> like, I honestly think that my distaste for this movie would override my, like, non-confrontational nature. So you would say, I can't I'd... watch this movie. I just really don't like it. Would you go out and buy a carton of milk? What is the milk for? <laughs> <laughs> you just don't come back. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I would. No, I mean, here's the thing. In that situation... You'd say something. Like, legitimate roleplay that situation, I'd say you don't want to see me shit talk this movie. If you're excited about this movie, you should watch watch it it with with someone who's going to enjoy it. Yeah. You don't... I'm not going to... I've seen it. I don't like it. I have really bad things to say about it. I really can't watch it again. And if I... I, and, And since you're so excited... Why don't you go find some Melissa McCarthy loving bitch to watch this movie? <laughs> That's what I would say. But nicer. Okay. What about you? Someone says, wanna IMDB TV and chill? And you say, yeah. If they were yeah, if they were really excited about it, I would say no. Right. I if mean, because they deserve like, to watch it with someone yeah. else who loves really horrible, disgusting movies. Right. That's but if they were like, I want to watch this really bad movie, maybe I would watch it. The only movie I can think of that I've watched in recent years that's worse is that movie with Danny McBride, Arizona. Hmm. I was thinking Red Notice. I like that movie. Did you? <laughs> A little, yeah. Hmm. I really, I did, I did kind of like it. Hmm. That's good for you. I like... Ryan Reynolds. I know you do. And I like The Rock. I love The Rock. And Sandra Bullock should have been cast instead of Gal Gadot. Just saying. I agree. It might have been weird chemistry because they were also in the proposal. Right. What was I watching that had a Deadpool reference recently? Deadpool? No. Deadpool has a lot of Deadpool references. I believe that. They break the fourth wall more than a 
wrecking ball. <laughs> Here, that Vienna, that was a clever joke. Where's your laugh? Forgot like, dogs I'm don't sleeping. laugh. Sleeping. She's like, fuck off. Wow, this Buffy beer has got to be like twenty percent. Six point seven. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. IPA. Yeah. Would you watch Red Notice, starring Melissa McCarthy, Sandra Bullock, and uh... yeah? Okay, so like Melissa McCarthy instead of Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock instead of The Rock, and um, who's a man? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, instead of Gal Gadot. 100%. We have nothing in common. <laughs> you ever think about that? I like Sandra Bullock. I also don't think I hate Melissa McCarthy. I don't I don't, I don't hate her, but I there's don't, a lot of stuff she I wouldn't does watch something just because she was in it. I wouldn't not watch it because she was in it. Agreed. And I still think Bridesmaids is hilarious, and I like her character in Bridesmaids. While we were watching uh, The Heat, there was a skinny pop paid for ad of <laughs> a Kate McKinnon show. Or is it a movie? Or it's probably a miniseries? Oh, the Kate McKinnon's Carol Baskin. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... It's been like... I did know she was doing that. Almost two... Yeah, I forgot about it. It's been like two years since that show came out. The thing is, man... And people refuse to acknowledge this. Whoever made season two of Tiger King, whoever made this show with Car- with Kate McKinnon, it was just it happened it was a at the split right second. Time. Literally, no one would care about it if it came out at a different time. Yeah, it was it, just the right it came time. out the week everyone stayed home. Yeah, even the people who were only home for one week were home that week. Yeah, that's the reason people watched it. That's why people were obsessed with it. Are you gonna watch it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's called Joe versus Carol. Who's directing it? It sounds like Ryan Murphy. It does kind of sound like... Except for, I feel like Ryan Murphy doesn't do things this quickly. I don't think he does either. Why are we making a... Is it just going to be a shot-for-shot remake of the show? Right, like... Okay, let's see. TV series based on the life of Joe Exotic, former Oklahoma zoo operator Big Cat Breeder who was put on trial and sentenced for plotting to murder another Big Cat enthusiast. Kate McKinnon as Carol Baskin, John Cameron Mitchell as Joe Exotic, Brian Van Holt as John something, Sam Keely as John something else. Um, yeah, directed by Justin Tipping and Natalie Bailey. Justin Tipping is known for nothing I've ever heard of, <laughs> and Natalie Bailey is known for nothing I've ever heard of. Uh, written by... Noah Diaz, Eaton Frankel, and Donetta Lavina Grays. Noah Diaz is known for literally just this show. <laughs> Eaton Frankel is known for Shameless, Friday Night Lights, um, and that's it. Southland, Gossip Girl. Melissa McCarthy was in Gossip Girl. So you're not going to watch it. What if Ryan Reynolds played Joe Exotic? Uh, I think that's a no from me. <laughs> oh, we saw an ad for Sebastian Stan and something else, too. Right? Didn't we? Yeah. I don't remember what it was for. Was it this? 
Do you have anything else to say? Um. No. Yeah, I think that the heat is similar to like how we don't get Adam Sandler. You think so? Yes. Like I actually feel like Adam Sandler, the jokes in those movies land. They're weird, but they're setups to other jokes that are just insane. But I think that there's a, there's, I don't know, I think, I know There's people, a market. Yeah, I know people who are in that audience who fucking, I think it's also become a lot less popular in the last, like, eight years. Right, since it came out. Yeah. I don't think there's been that many buddy cop movies since then, but I think for a while there, they were a big deal and a lot of people loved them. Also, in 2013, shooting off someone's dick was different. Yeah. <laughs> it was a different time. Right. Point one, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. Melissa McCarthy. Sandra Bullock. And... Paul Fiend. What's his name? Paul Feig. The writer. All that said. That's sad? Yeah. Why is it sad? Because I want to kill Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with Paul? I'm marrying Paul Feig. Love that guy. Wow. And here I thought I was this misogynist between the two of us. Yeah, and I'm fucking Sandra Bullock. <laughs> no, I've been... No, Paul Feig. Are you kidding me? He knows Rachel Dratch. That's the dream. She's going to be at our pool party. Easy peasy. Anyways. Who are you? I'm marrying Sandra Bullock. Bullocks! Mm, fucking Paul Feig. Wow. I'm killing Melissa McCarthy. Listen, she it's was not about Melissa McCarthy. In that movie, also. She was a lot in that movie. You just said it's not. In my case, it is. Okay. Just want to make that clear. She did just try to shoot off people's dicks. She, there's a lot of that. Sandra dicks. actually shot off someone's dick, didn't spoilers. she? Spoilers. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Sandra's also the one who slit a random guy's throat because he was choking. Anyways, um, just an alternate. Fuck, Mary Kill, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Paul Rudd, and... The Rock. The Rock. What if I married Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Wait, no. It needs to be someone else. Wait, no. It needs to be Paul Rudd, Ryan Reynolds, and also... What's his name? Tom Six. Who's Tom? Oh. Director of the Human Centipede. I'm trying to make it harder to kill Ryan Reynolds. Listen, I see how this is gonna sound. Do I need to revise it again? You're still gonna kill Ryan Reynolds? I'm gonna kill Ryan Reynolds, I'm gonna fuck Tom Six, and I'm gonna marry Paul Rudd. New question. Last one of the day. Okay. Ryan Reynolds, Tom Six. No, fuck you. I was gonna say Six Nine. <laughs> You're still gonna kill Ryan Reynolds. I'm still gonna kill Ryan Reynolds. Kill Ryan Reynolds. You cannot marry either of those sixes. <laughs> You cannot marry either of them. 
You're gonna kill I can't Ryan gain anything from marrying either of those people. You can only lose. But you're gonna At kill Ryan Reynolds. At least Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds someone cool at the United Pool Party. At least he's not gonna murder you. You think Tom... I think he's at risk. You know what? Six nines on house arrest. I can just go somewhere else. <laughs> no. So you're gonna marry him and then leave the house? Yeah. And you're gonna fuck Tom Six. I'm gonna fuck nasty Tom. pervert. Okay, you know? We've seen your real colors tonight. Who would you uh, fuck Mary kill? Six nine, Tom Six, Ryan Reynolds. You're gonna fuck Six Nine, you're gonna kill Tom Six, you're gonna marry Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. Exactly correct. <laughs> I'm honestly not even mad about any of those choices. <laughs> you happy? Now we're tied. Now I'm both not- of our colors have been shown. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. Alexis is gonna marry the human centipede. I'm not- I'm gonna <laughs> fuck him! No! My bad! 